All right, BradCooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Akasha Ra. Did I say that right, I hope? Yes, you did. Awesome. It's a cool name, by the way. Thank you. All right, so before we get started into your latest music, tell the listeners a little bit about you. Like, like uh, how did you first get into music, making music, and like, why? How did it all start? Well, I, you know, music has always been a part of my life since a very young age. Um, I went to like a, a classical Russian music school. I'm from Russia originally. That's where I grew up. And um, I played piano. And But I, I was having a hard time just growing up. So, you know, I was just like skipping classes. It wasn't like the environment that I enjoyed, like that allowed me to grow as an artist. And just growing up in like post-Soviet country, it was, you know, it was like crazy times. And, you know, I just, my voice, I always wanted to sing, but it wasn't the time and it wasn't the place. And I didn't feel like I had a voice, to be honest, because there's no freedom of speech in Russia. Yeah. Um, and even though those things that I didn't realize at the time, like just growing up and being a kid, you know, like later on in life, that that's how, I, you know, everything is psychology and environment. So later on in life, like I realized, um, like why I didn't have that voice, you know. So then I moved to China. I was about 16, 17. And China is the same way. It's communism. Yeah. And uh, artists are not really allowed to express themselves freely so and then when i moved to new york and got into this abusive relationship i nearly lost my life mm. uh, and anybody who was in that you know in that environment like with domestic violence they know that you don't really have a voice you're not allowed to say what you want what you think so i started writing like poetry and it's interesting because like english is not my first language so I would always rhyme when I was a, a child, you know, and I always loved music, but it wasn't really like as strong as it became uh, at that time. So I just started writing how I felt, you know, and it, it's just, I had these poems, like I wrote a whole book of them. And then later on in life, um, you know, they all became songs, like some of them, some of the songs that I wrote, like it was like poems that were like from 10 years ago, you know? Mm. Um, and then when I finally found my voice, when I started doing public speaking, when I started, uh, when I became a hypnotherapist and I started helping people overcoming traumas and things like that, like my voice became like an outlet for everybody else who doesn't still have, doesn't haven't found theirs. So, you know, just by speaking out on certain issues, like I found my voice and just doing hypnosis, hypnotherapy, you know, people will always tell me like, oh, that's your voice, like your voice is your gift. And, you know, eventually it was just all kind of came together um, as far as sound-wise. And, you know, I just started recording what I had. And it just, you know, and now I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like long story short. Yeah, yeah, but, I, but it was good. You painted the right picture. I got definitely followed along. Um, so when you were in Russia, it was basically just writing poems and the same thing in China. Or did you like did did you rap with your friends and stuff in Russia and China, or did you just kind of just, just stick to the writing? I did when I was like a, a little child. I was just rhyme, you know, like as a joke. I didn't really write or like it wasn't like really a you know like a a thing for me. Uh, it all like I always loved music. I always loved to sing. 
but it, it was just like at some point I was like oh rap is my thing like when I found my voice like I said I don't know how to explain it but it's just how it happened you know it's just like I, I remember it was I think it was like in a spiritual ceremony or something mm -hmm. like we had like a, a like a spiritual gathering and somebody said like oh can you say like somebody who wants to sing and I just started singing out of nowhere like something that I haven't even wrote and and then I was like okay rap is even though rap came came later as a thought process I'm like listen my, my poems are are like it's rap like the flow and mm -hmm. everything it just didn't translate into like a song like a you know even though I do have like different genre songs too but like rap is it's it's just kind of my thing it's it's not something that you can learn or you can you know you can kind of um I, I believe it, it is a talent and it's kind of like it comes through you mm -hmm. know either you have it or not you know it's just it just came through <laughs> yeah I get what you're saying I mean I think genres are different like country and western singers are good at singing and telling stories about you know usually it's like girls relationships or if it's a girl singer a guy or whatever and i think hip-hop's a really good genre of music to be pissed off in you know what i mean it's, it's, for some reason it just works when you're it, just, it just resonates with me a lot because yeah. you know even going to music school like when i was a child you know you go to school you pay for lessons you learn piano you learn you learn like music theory yeah did i i wasn't really i was skipping classes a lot but my teacher was like crying she's like oh she's so talented she has such a good ear but she's not really you know i was a it was a troubled teenager right. so but you know rap is like it, where it originated like you know any other genres like you have to have like a music instrument or guitar or a piano oh, yeah, you have yeah. to have certain level of access to you know study or or some kind of things that that you know you have to you have to study or have have to have a teacher or have to have an instrument you know rap is something that originated from nothing and and it's the voice of people so for me you know that's that's it resonates with me because i can truly express myself it's mm -hmm. not something that i have to like confine myself as far as rules you know whenever you study music like there's so many rules and i was like yeah that's cool but it just not my soul doesn't speak that way my soul speaks freely you know mm -hmm. yeah so so let's talk about the song um rest in peace stalker now you you touched a little bit on it a little while ago about um you were stalked by a, a female um was it a fan or or uh, who, who was this person that was stalking you i never met her she just contacted me on on, oh, on so instagram cool. and then i blocked her and then months later she just started calling my business oh yeah yeah my employees my sister and uh, you know it's just threats threats and oh my god it's just like i have unique photos i'll expose you i was like i don't care like i love my body like yeah. at least get get paid for it or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know and then um she's like you'll never be mean and she started sending pictures of her ass and i was like why she's like you'll never be me so everything that i say in the song is a comeback for for like everything that she was saying you know yeah. because she was like just she was like commenting under my business page on, on another like my spiritual business she was like you're disgraced to women and i, oh I don't even God. understand where that came from because i've been standing for women empowerment my whole life right i was like i'm disgraced to women like i work closely with me, women but i don't know what you know oh she was just saying she was probably just saying that because she knew it would, it would bother you precisely because you've been an advocate for women your your whole career so she knew more than likely 
that that that, kind of, that that hits you right in the gut when somebody would accuse you of something so absurd like that is my guess. Well, her her intention was was harm. Like it, it was right. clear. You know, exactly. I called the police a few times. They couldn't do anything. They were like, "We can't do anything until she does something." And you hear stories like that all the time. Like people call the police, and it's not until they're dead that they, that's true. You know, that's very true. They do anything. So it was very interesting because I didn't know her address. I didn't know anything about her. So I had to like find. I have to serve her so that you know it, it was mm. just a process. But her her intent was definitely harm, you know, because Absolutely. she was she was going for it out of nowhere. Like she didn't even talk to me. Like she was just like, I'm gonna destroy you, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna everything. And I was like, wow. And you know, haters are fans. So yeah. so you know, a lot of people would say like, oh, brush it off, or you spiritual, like just let it go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, fuck no, I'm not like I'm not that type of spiritual person. I'm not a fake guru. I'm not a fake uh, whatever. I don't know. People have different ideas of spirituality, but my stand is, is you know, like, I'm, nobody's perfect. Like, you cannot just suppress certain things. Like, emotions are there. Artists are vulnerable. Yeah. Artists, you know, a lot of people talk shit about celebrities and, you know, just trash them because they're in the spotlight, but they don't know what it takes to get there. Like, the people don't know, like, everything that I had to go through. They just see the, the picture. Oh, this, you know, pretty girl, she has it all fi- figured out. They don't, they don't know, like, everything mm-hmm. that I've been through to get there. Like, you know, it has nothing to do with looks. It has nothing to do with what you what you do, like your life experiences. You know, all the traumas, all the pain that I that I overcame, all the struggle. Like it's 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 not something that that you know you can just look at and be like, oh, you know, she got it all, and I'm jealous. So I want people to understand, like this is not okay. You cannot put your insecurities onto other people. Like that's just wrong. It's, and harassment, no matter what it is, it's like physically you attack somebody, emotionally you attack somebody, it's still an attack and it's harmful. And I'm like, I'm not gonna just let it slide. A lot of people, you know, when they get to a certain level, they don't have the capacity or like the time, or they don't want to give these people attention you know, they cannot afford to, to go into it or speak up mm-hmm. about it. But people go through that all the time. Celebrities go through stalkers. Oh, yeah. And people do it for fame. People do it for many different fucked up reasons. So, <laughs> so you know, but when you're at that level, you cannot really address it because you don't want to give that, that person energy. But that that is not okay. Like, it has to stop. Yeah, it, and, it, you know, after I put out the song, a lot of people reached out to me. People that I know, they're like, oh, I'm going through the same thing. And I, I realized, like, it, it's a big issue right now. It's a big issue. People put their, you know, especially during COVID, people, mental health is unstable. Like, they put everything out on social media, and they harass people on social media out of their own pain. And that's that's not that's not the right way to go because... You know, once you cause pain to somebody, like we inflict pain onto some someone, it, like I had to work so hard to just contain my rage and my anger. And thank God I'm a, I'm a spiritualist and a martial artist. Like I, I have some kind of skill and coping skills and training skills to kind of like center myself. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I wanted to go off. Like you know, oh, yeah. just did. I understand. Like, this person pissed me off. And yep. if I wasn't who I am, I would probably channel it onto someone close to me or someone else or even her you know but i decided to like channel it into music and make something out of it so yeah she should send you a thank you card 
Yes, it should. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather have someone write a song about me than kick my ass. That's for sure. You know. Geez. And also, like, you know, she's definitely obsessed with me. So, like I said, you know, your haters are your fans. Yeah. You know, and she's probably not going to forget this lesson for the rest of her life. Because yep. everybody that I come in contact with, whatever you bring in, that's what you're going to get out. That's because right. I'm, I'm the person who does, you know, uh, help people. And sometimes, you know, when people are not open to healing, my energy triggers them. So whatever trigger that she, you know, whatever insecurities that that brought up in her, she can either look at it right now after restraining order and realize, like, okay, this is serious. Something's going on with me, or not. And uh, you know. So how's it been? Definitely going to learn a lesson. How's it been since you dropped the song and got the restraining order? Has she has she finally shut up? Has she have you left you alone? Yeah, she she got scared. And okay. I, said, I made sure I followed up. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. That's good, though. I was though. like, listen, like, you didn't even show up in court. Like, you did all of that. Like, you're scared, little girl. Yep. You did all of that for what? I was like, if you came to me nicely, like, you know, you, you decided yep. to attack me from the kid who not knowing nothing about me, just seeing my Instagram pictures. Like, yep. you don't know who I am. And, and that's not, like, that's not what you were supposed to be doing, attacking another woman. Like, that's just wrong on so many levels. It really is. Some keyboard warriors, man. There's a lot of them out there. I've been, I've been dealing with people, too. I'm in a documentary film and once that film came out most we got mostly love you know a lot of good support and the film mm -hmm. went number one for 17 weeks on itunes charts and we did really well but it also brings out some crazies and oh, so i've yeah. had to deal with when the I, stalker type shit too you did you know a lot of people did like now, now that i started you know talking about this like i'm like a lot of people went through it you know yep. and I, when i when i put out my uh press release when i started working on my documentary about domestic violence that was like years ago that was like before the me too movement started i got so many hateful comments like oh you're trying to turn men against uh, women yeah. I was, I was, oh, women against men i was like that has nothing to do with that like you know it's just a lot of shit talking and i was like wow like that but it, it shows you when people do that it shows you that you're doing something important like yeah. i remember i was reading this book 48 laws of power and then and one of the laws was like make enemies or something like that and, and the point is if you don't make enemies if people don't you know don't attack you for nothing that means you're not doing anything <laughs> so you're not yeah. doing anything great so i mean i get it but like I'm a very conscious person, but I was still pissed, and I was still affected, no matter how strong I am. And, and uh, everybody I mean, you're, does. You're, yeah, you're human. Were like, yeah. You're human, you know. My grandfather used to yeah. tell me, but before he passed away, my grandfather used to tell me that a really cool quote. He would say, "Success breeds hate," and it's true. Yeah. When so, somebody sees you succeed. There's usually that one person that just doesn't want that, and they try to knock your legs out from under you and drag you back down to their level. It just happens, man. I don't know why people do I mean, there's a plethora of reasons why people do it, but it's unfortunate. But I'm glad you did what you had to do to, to, to you know, to shut her up. It's a great song, too. I listened to it. It's really aggressive, but I like that. It's like, it's like I wanted to fight somebody when I listened to it. I was like, it's, 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 it was like a good release, you know? That's, so, my, that's my workout track. Yeah, it's a good one, man. That's a good song. Now, is, that, is this just a single? Are you, are, you, are, you, are you dropping more singles off of an album, or is it just one single that you put out? This is just one single, but I have I, I have an album coming out uh, coming nice. out soon. So 
Nice. Uh, I did I did release a few singles from my album. Yep. But um, I will I will release a complete album in the nearest future in a couple of months. Is there a video for the song, Rest in Peace, Soccer? Not yet, but it's coming. Good. You know, yeah, I man. just started releasing everything, so you know cool, it's a process. Man. So you, you touched on two things that I want to dig into a little bit more. Um, one of them was you mentioned the documentary, and we'll talk about that in just a second. But also when I was reading up on you, preparing for the interview, I saw that you are a business owner, not of just one business, but you own like a lot of businesses. Like talk, talk a little bit about that. I do. Um, I'm a business owner first. You know, Well, I'm a spiritualist first, and then everything else is, yeah. is an extension of that. So, But, yeah, I... Um, the way that I grew up, you know, my family was just trying to make something out of nothing and those skills that kind of helped me, even though I was more of a creative person, the black sheep of the family. My sister uh, lived in China for like 13 years. I left, uh, and, but she stayed and she was, um, you know, doing business for like export import. She she finished um, international, like school, she finished college there in Chinese. So. Uh, we have we have a company that, like we do like uh, export import and I have a shop I have my spiritual business I have my fashion line nice um, I'm building my production company and you know and but mainly I see clients I I do hypnotherapy I um, I help people with various things you know doing my spiritual work. That's good, man. It's good stuff. So and, and I like it because it's actually providing a service to make people better. Yeah, everything is, everything, everything I do is, is, you know, it's just a tool, you know. When I mm -hmm. was in hypnotherapy school, and just throughout my whole life, people try to limit me, put me in a box, like, saying, like, oh, if you're a hypnotherapist, you cannot, you know, you cannot be a model or an actor, you know, because it, it doesn't look professional. And I'm like, why? Why cannot, why cannot, why cannot I be a beautiful woman? and doing acting or modeling or singing or whatever mm -hmm. and still help people you know like it just didn't it never made sense to me so everything that i do and i, I want people to be inspired by by everything that i do because i i i utilize all of my brain power you know and that's where hypnosis comes in that's yeah. working with the subconscious 88 percent of your mind power and when people ask me it's like how do you do all of these things it's because I don't just sell magic pill, I use it. You know, I go to my own hypnotherapist, I make sure that I utilize all of my capacity. If back in the day, like years ago, when, when there was one cell phone with no smart options, all these applications and everything else, and somebody heard would be like, you know, like in 20 years, there would be like an iPhone and you could FaceTime people from in a different country. The, people would look at me like I was crazy. But a, a person, a human mind is, is so, and our potential is so much more than that. Like we can do, you know, a lot of things. And But it starts with you. So, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of like old-fashioned old thinking that you have to find one job and kind of climb that that it, it starts with you like you cannot lose yourself in the job you have to find yourself and then at the job or whatever you do to it mm -hmm. that's how i think yeah it's good stuff man all right so um a couple more things and i'll let you go but i want i want to definitely talk about your documentary you got coming out is that still in the works and if so when you want to when you want to try to release that it's still in the works i'm not sure about the date you know COVID and everything and yeah. it's just it's just a process i don't i'm i i i'm the boss of everything 
I took control of my life, my career, and, and everything else. You, you know, back in the day when I was doing acting and dealing with managers and all of that, it didn't really work for me that well. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, I'm, I have to be the creator of my life and not allow other people to do it. So I don't go by the, the, the like, the deadlines that I set for myself. That's just what I set for myself. But I don't set deadlines. I set goals, you, you see. And everything that I do, it's, like, kind of, comes with my life experiences so when i just started it was like so like it was focused on just domestic violence and then it it, you know i i realized that i may not put it out as a film i want to do like a different series and now in this time people do put out like a documentary series you know a lot of artists did that like august Alsina did that Mm -hmm. um demi lovato did that on youtube like even justin bieber did like a you know episodes so the things that I want to talk about it, they kind of like added added to it. So, it, just different dimensions of things. So I'm I'm still I'm still adding some things. Going through this recent experience too, I want to talk about bullying as well. Mm. Like you know, there there's it's called moving forward. So moving forward from all of these things that we you know collectively need to move forward from, like domestic violence that people people don't talk about. Like they, they talk about violence in the streets and everywhere else and wars and all of that but domestic violence is a very big issue you know bullying oh, yeah. um you know all of these things racism you know all of these things that i want to touch touch upon so it's still in the works so stay tuned yeah man i'm looking forward <laughs> to it because all, all those topics are something that's important to me too so um once you get to the point where you're going to release that then i want you to come back on the show and we'll definitely dig into that and help promote it for you um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, man, Thank for you. sure. Um, so as far as, we'll get back on music just for just a minute before I let you go. As far as uh, musically, though, um, you got this song, uh, Rest in Peace, Stalker. I like that title, too. It's like, yeah. it pulls no punches. Um, what What are your musical goals going forward, like, as we get into 2022? Do you drop some more singles? Do you want to perform live if COVID lets that happen? Is it something you want to do also? Is to play shows? Well, well, my next step, everything is, you know, I have, like, a plan. So my next step is my album coming out, which, yep. which, which is called Akasha is Here. So nice. um, once that is done, the videos, and then when that that is done, I want to go even deeper in the story, you know, and then release the documentary because I want people to hear the music first and then kind of, you know, everything that I do, it's a, it's a transmedia. So I'm a filmmaker as well. I have a bachelor's in film. Nice. So, um... You know, not just the documentary, but I also have other projects that kind of like, you know, touch more, like go deeper into the story, you know. So, so the album is first and then, and then videos and then the films that kind of extend itself, like the story even further. Um, as far as the live shows, we'll see how it goes. You know, nobody knows what's, what's happening right now. Yeah. So it's, it's very hard to tell. You know, it's very hard to tell when it comes to these things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. COVID's got everything kind of like on hold. Everybody's just kind of holding, holding on, and I pray people will get vaccinated because really, you know, I don't want to yeah. get into this whole thing, but vaccination, yeah. to my in my opinion, is is the way out of this thing. If people just wake up and do it, um, that's my thoughts on it. Because my I live in Mississippi, and this state's horrible. I mean, we're like one of the worst states in the in the country as far as vaccinations, and um, it's terrible. And it's, it's just it just stops. 
I mean, I feel bad for my musician friends. I mean, because all the venues are starting to close back up again, you know, and social distancing. That's, you know, a lot of my friends' musicianship is their livelihood. It's how they pay their bills. And, yeah. um, plus, I don't want people to die. A lot, I, you of know. People, a lot of businesses, you know, business owners were struggling, you know. Yeah. Thank God that I'm, I'm a multi... Right. Uh, you know, like, I have my spiritual work, and then, right. you know, I kind of, like... I'm still staying focused because I, I always have something to do, you know. But people that are focused on just one thing, it's very difficult because yep. they don't have the, you know, the opportunity right now. But it's also a great time to think. I want, like, whoever's listening, it's also a great time to think about other other options, too, you know, mm -hmm. and how you can evolve and, and make the best out of the situation. You know, we can sit and, like, be miserable in, in the things that we don't have. Uh, but it, in that time, like last year, you know, I opened a shop, which is like completely different, different thing from what I was doing. But, you know, it was open and I kind of like, you, you have to open your mind a little bit and see other opportunities out there because they are, you know, there's yep. social media. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, of course, like I can understand and empathize with everybody that's going through it because, you know, a lot, a lot of people, you know. At the, it, it was challenging for a lot of people, you know, with unemployment and oh yeah, all all of it, rent. Absolutely, all that stuff, man. All right, yeah. well, before I let you go, first of all, it was fun talking to you. You're a really interesting person, uh, uh, very talented you. too. Fun talking to you too. Very talented. You're very. Um, I just like everything about you, so I'm pulling for you, and I hope this oh. uh, documentary is a real a real good success, and your music is. And uh, I love the song too. I mean, I would just say that I really do. I, I enjoyed that song. So um, before <laughs> I let you. you go, oh, you're welcome. Um, There's more to come. More uh, to exactly. Come. You got some more stuff you're gonna drop. We're excited about that, and I want you to come back too and, and, and let us know so we can help you promote that. Um, but before I let you go, tell everybody out there where they can get your music and where they can learn more about you and follow you on your social media and things like that. Sure. Um, so I, I, it's my my name, you know, Akasha Osetra, and then you can just find it on, you know, everything goes by my name except for my Twitter account, which is Akasha is here. But um, I don't I'm, I don't spend much time on Twitter, you know, my music on Spotify, iTunes, like on all platforms, and YouTube, everything is under my name. You know, if you Google, all of the links are over there, like on the first page, so you can just click on it if you don't want to type it in. <laughs> Cool, man. Well, look, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, I definitely want Thank you to you come back. Me. You're very welcome. I want you to come back as soon as you got some stuff you need to talk about. Absolutely. We'll get you back I would on. love to. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Stay safe, okay? You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.